Welcome back to Storybud. Uh, we are back here now in Near FM Studios, uh, 90.3. We've been very kind to host us for this season. Kira always laughs at me when I say season, like we're Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, we're, we're professional. Uh, but it's great, yeah, and thank you again to Near FM. Um, and tonight we are going to, or today we're going to talk about housemates. Um, which is like living with people in close proximity and how difficult it can be and how insane people's habits can be I think is yeah. the thing I've been <coughs> privileged enough not to have to other than people I'm related to or married to or Jess have to <laughs> be in a housemate situation but I did go to boarding school for years so we're also going to conclude boarding school Anybody that you've had to sleep in the same space as for a period of time. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got I spent a year at boarding school um, and that's mo- where most of my experiences have come from and also Irish college and stuff. Um, but I've, I was talking to some friends over the weekend about bad housemate experiences and house shares and all the rest. And I think the college ones are always worse because people tend to be kind of bundled in together and sharing rooms and that kind of stuff which leads to all sorts of hygiene and or intimacy issues yeah yeah definitely um but one of them in particular was talking about living in a big old house share and there's three floors and i think they had a floor each and the bathroom was on the second floor and the guy who lived on the top floor didn't like to come down to the bathroom so he used to pee into beer bottles and like store them outside on i think they said on the stairs like on the step by step just like bottles full of pee. With the intention of at some day. Yeah, I don't know why I just pour them out the window. Well, is that gross? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Jess, it's gross. Because <laughs> we were talking about this just while we were uh, hashing out a few stories and, and we both admitted that you do kind of think, God, maybe, ah, yeah. no, maybe a bedpan isn't a bad idea. Cause it's seriously, bedpan be awesome. <clears throat> yeah. But then, yeah, then you'd have to, like, then you'd wake up in your room and smell a whiz, No. My dad uh, used to have the job of, well, no, they had a priest, an old elderly priest stay with them for a summer and dad's job was to empty the bedpan every morning and he hated doing it. Did and people do? No, I don't think so. Just. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, he thought it'd be hilarious. He had a hilarious idea of a prank to play on the priest. <gasps> so he put what's called Andrew's liver salts. I don't know if you can get them anymore, but it's like um, like a Alka-Seltzer type powder. And obviously when you pee on it or put liquid on it, it fizzes. So oh. the priest got up in the middle of the night in the dark to pee and the whole thing fizzed up and uh, he thought he was dying. Was this in boarding school? No, I think it was in their home, their family home. Oh dear, so he got in big trouble then. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> Slaps. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's empty your own fucking bedpan. Yeah. Why yeah. do you need somebody to empty your bedpan? I suppose just because you were a priest and you were holier than thou, literally. Well, if he was compassmentous enough to <laughs> hear some sort of fizzing. Or another another one that those guys were talking about was this girl who used to just love going around the house naked. And she, they'd be like coming into the kitchen and she'd go, don't come in here, I'm naked. Um, but also then that they'd meet her like on the stairs or whatever. One guy was saying he met her on the stairs and he was like, nice tattoos. Because she had tattoos on her belly or whatever that he wouldn't have otherwise seen. Oh, should I stop looking at me? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She must have had some sort of exhibitionism issues. 
Well, I, I can get. I mean, I get if she if she did, but why would she say? I mean, I walk around. I'm you, in the. I'm naked. Get out of here. Do you like most people in their own house with their own family would would be okay walking around naked? No, no, no I'm ne- I was never, never <laughs> naked. Not like hanging out watching TV, but if, if, no, it'll be an emergency situation with that. I'd be in the nip. Okay. Um, but good for her. But uh, yeah. I'm sure she didn't put it down on her CV for housemate references yeah. as well. Um. But I suppose it might be worse when you get to college because you expect people to have a certain level of, let's say, hygiene or an understanding of or a sensitivity to what it's like to share a space. But when I went to boarding school, you were younger than me, but I was 12 and lots of us didn't know what to be doing because our mothers weren't there to tell us or to take our washing away or to do any of that kind of stuff so it's a lot of stinkers how did you do your washing you just have to take it home at the weekend but i suppose even even to the point where (coughs) there was nobody to say you have to change your shirt every day or you have to change your Mm. so people be wearing the same they'd be gross or teenage is pretty smelly anyway the best of times yeah, yeah. Um, and we only got to have a shower. Um, well, you got in, you'd get two goes a week. So you had to have one shower and one bath. I can't remember what the logic behind that was. Uh, so, yeah, it was super gross. Yeah, we were only allowed to have two showers at that. And we did sports every day, a I week. think. Yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't be home at the weekends. So. Yeah, sports. And yeah, because you'd <clears> come and you'd get your schedule for the term. And like if you got it on a Monday and Friday, you'd be raging because yeah. you're going home anyway. Yeah. So Tuesday and, and Thursday. How do they even work that best. stuff out? I remember for our laundry, you just put it in the wash and then it would all be emptied out back on somebody's bed and you'd have to sift through all the knickers and find your own or whatever. Oh, I had to hoof all my crap into. And we all had like a number prison 24601 like a number to identify it as ours everything had a tag on it every sock not your name did you not get those kind of no no name no. tags with the too, too nice too homely can you remember what your number was yeah 155 <laughs> <laughs> I was signing up Irish. I was signing up for my sh- uh, uh, Shannon re- registration which you should do if you uh, so that we can there's a certain senator who has recently annoyed a lot of people and okay. they're trying to get him out of the Shannad. So oh. uh, there's a movement <coughs> to try to get everybody. The people who went to UCD can... Witch hunt. Uh, well, use your use your vote. I've never voted for any of the Shannad no, stuff. neither have I. But anyway, the point is, when I went to sign this form, it said what it was your <coughs> your student number in UCD. And <coughs> I haven't a notion, but I... I bet you I only forgot it recently. I don't know my student number, but that boarding school one is etched in my... M- and I, I remember, like, Karen's I can remember. I can remember anyone who was <laughs> oh, there really? with me as their, their number, yeah. Well, you have to remember an Irish, I presume. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'd, n- I'd be... It, they only went up to 200, so I'd be able to count in 200 in Irish. But, um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was trying to think the worst people in boarding school. It was normally nighttime stuff that was... Uh, so yes, yeah. agreed. In third year, so we hitting fifteen. Um, one of the girls started 
she just lights out and then you just hear loads of noise and she had just discovered herself um so she would just be masturbating and very loudly getting going uh but when people kind of said to her you know it's like uh there's nine of us in this room yeah well it's like "Ah!" she was just like it's amazing just get going uh so there was no stopping her with that that went on for the whole third year is there no nuns supervising can you imagine if the nuns got wind of that yeah straight to hell um I don't know what I know they weren't supervised like if you spoke if they caught you sleeping uh, sleeping talking they kind of just do a like a parade I was gonna say like a proud like they'd go on the walkabout and yeah so if you got caught talking after (coughs) but obviously uh, (coughs) evidently not if you got caught masturbating uh after lights out, then you had to get up for detention the next morning. At, so I'd say, let's say the normal time to get up was seven. You'd have to get up at six okay. and cl- clean stuff in the kitchen. Um, yeah. So I, the only times I ever got caught was on my birthdays, the nights before my birthdays. And I remember them. I had to clean. I had longer nails, so they made me clean. At four o'clock every day, you could get soup before you're going into evening study and people would leave their gross cups everywhere and they get all moldy and stuff so that time I had to scratch we just they wouldn't give me a cloth or anything to scratch the fungus out of the bottom of cups and my parents were calling me from Vietnam uh, at a certain time but it was going to be so I had to ask them in the middle of my detention or whatever my punishment can I go and take a phone call and they said you don't deserve it but okay Oh, well, at least they let you. That would have been devastating. You don't deserve it because you were talking at 25 to 10 on your... Uh, and... <clears throat> yeah, and then people just made... Their beds were like these... Prisoner... Just a really thin metal frame with <clears throat> lots of springs. So any noise you made was a racket. And a, a dear friend of mine, she just needed to rock herself to sleep every night. Are you sure she wasn't... Yeah, no, she was, oh, maybe it was fake, fake uh, horror at the masturbating next door. But she would, maybe she was rocking really hard to just get over the noise of the, yeah, like, uh, uh, but God, that she made a racket with the rocking and she couldn't. That's that's kind of upsetting. It's kind of a distressing image of a kid in boarding school rocking themselves (laughs) to sleep. It's one thing that I struggle with that, um... So she needed to rock herself to sleep. I needed her not to rock herself to sleep. Yeah. So and like my brother needs to listen to the something like the radio or the TV or something to get to sleep. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I n- need not. To. Yeah. So it's, I think it's, that's hard when you're sharing a space, and who's who is being selfish in that? Mm. Uh, or people who need the lights on, or people yeah. who. Um, I was away on a job once and we were all having dinner in the hotel and somebody said oh it's great there's hair dryers in this hotel they love putting the hair dryer on to send me to sleep and I was such like a waste of weird but, but say there was a table of six of us about four other people were like oh yeah me too and it's really common and now there's apps that you can get where you can mix like hair dryer and hoover and washing machine and cat purring or whatever you want I do listen to an app which is a fan like a yeah, fan. that's a similar thing. Yeah, and I'd love, I'd love if there was. <clears throat> I think it's because I 
grew up mm. with a fan. Yeah. So I love that noise. So and even if I'm taking a nap, I'll just put that fan noise on. It just can't me out straight away. That's mad. But I wouldn't. It's if you've been trained like Pavlovian thing of like fan. <laughs> That's like me when I any time I go to the cinema. Um, but I feel like putting a hairdryer on that, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because I'd be Fire thinking hazard. I was going to go. Yeah. And yeah. what a waste of energy. <clears throat> yeah. But so, but if you were sharing a space, then if you had to go and stay in a hotel in a twin room, who do you think is, who's, who do you think is being selfish? The person who the person said, you know, I, is the person with the noise. Maybe that's just because Or the lights me. or the whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Because you think more people just, it's more standard to go to sleep in a quiet, dark place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in other boarding I went to two different boarding schools and this girl the, we were in the roof space basically so there was it was there was only Velux windows whatever they're called is that what they're called? yeah so she had one above her bed but it also so she could see out through it mm-hmm. from her bed so she started to tell me that she couldn't <laughs> sleep unless she could see the stars I was like it's fucking like how often do you see a star in the middle of Dublin at night time uh, and then four o'clock in the morning in the summer this this piercing <coughs> ray of light would come in over my bed there was no darkness but she refused to put down the so we'd have this like cat and mouse Tom and Jerry I'd try and pull down the thing she'd put it back up oh um, but yeah I can't sleep without the stars fuck off yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, I think you know you have to learn to compromise those things. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the curtains closed. I like to ha- wake up with the light naturally, okay. but I would never make anyone else do that because the norm is a, a quiet, dark room. Okay. Is it not really bright in your room then? With it is, the yeah. Okay. I just feel like it's a natural way of gently waking me up. Even if it's gently waking you up at four o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Does it wake you up at four? Uh, maybe it does and I go back to sleep. I have to pee like six times a night anyway, so it's fine. Let's okay. go do that. Okay. Um, but yeah. So you'd make the compromise in that situation if you had to share with somebody who said, I want to close the curtains. Yeah. I don't remember that when we shared in San Francisco. I don't think there was curtains, was there? That was also because we were overlooked by a... Halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, do you remember the time we found the in the in the oh, fire yeah. exit? Yeah. We found like skid marked Y fronts. Giant. <laughs> There's condoms as well. Used condoms. Was there? Oh, yeah. God, block that out. Well, that's a that's a building mate. I mean, that's a different thing. Sure, you're having a bit of an issue with your neighbours, aren't you? Um, yeah. Smoking on their balcony. And it comes in my window. But it's there. They're right. Yeah. As I can't say anything about it, really. Yeah. Um, I could put a no smoking, smoking sign in the garden, in the kind of communal garden. I can't say that, about it, but it's horrible to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> as I do, or whatever, and be like, oh, I've been inhaling so you can't keep your passive smoking. Yeah. Well, I have to because my room doesn't have a window. It's ha- It only has doors, so I have to leave the door open. Yeah. Um, so I just think we should all move to Singapore where you can't chew chewing gum or <clears throat> smoke in public. Who believes is that? 
they're ser- they're serious about it. See the police slap across the face. I'd say you'd get in big trouble if you spat a big lump of chewing gum out. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I think that's I, something to aim for. <laughs> um. Another one is that somebody was telling me the other day that they had a fight with their housemate. There's two of them living in the apartment. And then they both went into their rooms and it's quite small. And there was sobbing yeah. from next door for like half an hour. And she was like, oh, for God's sake. So I had to go in and be like, are you okay? What's going on? Yeah. And and I think the premise there is that you would go in and go, I'm sorry. But she was like, I'm not fucking apologizing. I'm right here. Um, and that happened to me once with neighbours. I could hear my neighbour sobbing. Remember that? Okay. Different, not the smoker ones. Um, and it was really distressing, like really bawling, crying, like really bad. And I went over and didn't really know them. I went over and rang the doorbell and nobody answered. And then it stopped. And I put a letter in, I put a note in the letterbox saying, look, I'm next door. If you want to come in for a cup of tea or whatever, it sounds like you're really upset. And, you know, if you want to talk, I'm there. And they moved out like a week later. It was a couple. Oh. So maybe they'd broken up or something, I don't know. Okay. But I was terrified that something bad was going to happen. <laughs> Again, like taking on the responsibility of it, that's totally not mine. But yeah. Um, I suppose it's an issue <coughs> that is, like there's people now coming up to their 40s who are still having to yeah. share these big spaces and it must just, Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning how to share space with people that I've chosen yeah to live with or whatever um but I I think I'm a bit of a nightmare uh roommate housemate person why like just um well I lived with my brothers and my sister for a while uh and I was I'm just I'm a bit messy I'm not super gross but you're not unclean though no I'm not unclean but like in any <laughs> Like in a culinary sense or in a bathroom hygiene, whatever way, you know what I mean? No, but I do remember <clears throat> I was in the apartment that we shared and I was going to Vietnam to visit my parents. And I remember ringing my brother to be like, I didn't really clean up. I'm sorry. And I had left 13 like dirty towels in my room. He had gone in and... How did you even have 13 towels? I know. Towels? <laughs> So he went in and counted them in a rage. Yeah, he did. did he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but my brother and sister had a, a big row once over a pot of fish chowder. So my sister has just a real serious aversion to fish and anything. She's an, I don't think she's allergic, but she is just gets really upset about fish. And my brother made fish chowder in one of my parents' like expensive Le Creuset pots and she he was a medical student so he would he's hardly ever there or he'd be on shifts or whatever and he just never bothered to tidy up much it wasn't even in the fridge it was just no it was on the thing and there was loads of passive aggressive then aggressive notes (coughs) to be like clean up the fish clean up the fish the whole apartment is like stinking um (laughs) <laughs> anyway, he wouldn't clean up the fish, and then why? What was his reasoning? It was like you're being I think he you're being uptight. Maybe oh, uh, winding. He like if she cleaned up, he'd be he'd be there. Oh, there's that that fairy that comes around and 
you know, does oh, the hoovering God. kind of thing. Anyway, the pot went in the bin and then there was a real war because the pot <clears> was <throat> worth more than any of us could afford. Oh, God. Um, but but I that's whose fault is that? It's his fault. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but yeah. I can imagine getting into that situation with, with, you know, you think about people who, let's say, label their food or. <clears throat> yeah. Like even at work, people I imagine really what those like meal them. prepper people are like that do like 10 Tupperwares of like steak and broccoli and whatever, you know. You Did you ever get into a labeling of food? No, yeah. no. Um, anytime I shared a house, it's just been like you have your press and oh, right, okay. and then there's communal things like, you know, milk and whatever, tea bags. I suppose. Yeah. But uh, but the, pu- oh, the other thing that drives me mad is putting the empty things back in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's or in the bathroom. Yeah. Toilet paper. Oh, yeah. But if somebody doesn't wash up their stuff and then they're like, I think that's unacceptable. Uh, maybe that's me being uptight. But I just think if you're living in a shared space, unless it's a partner, just slightly different. Slightly. <laughs> um, You know, if somebody just leaves their stuff there and they're like, chill out, yeah, I'll do it later. It's like, I'm not your mother. I shouldn't have to boss you around into doing this. Like, just clean it up so that everybody everything should be left as it's found uh, in a kitchen in a communal kitchen I know but I can also I can imagine just being like oh fuck <clears throat> if you're knackered and you come in and you make yourself a dinner it's like I wish I could just leave this here for no a I know unacceptable okay okay yeah no <laughs> having so said that that goes back to me being um, not the best uh, uh, we've lived together like lived together meaning I think we were only apart once for an hour for 30 days yeah in San Francisco and it was in a really confined space <laughs> and sharing a bed so I think that counts as at least six but months but I do remember we had it was me I had burnt a pot <coughs> do you remember that <clears throat> and I was trying to scrub it and scrub it and scrub it and scrub it and I was like oh, just leave it and you're like, we cannot leave this pot like this like, oh please just leave me alone um, <laughs> or you were very particular about the way cheese should be stored but I didn't just something I hadn't but that was you were right the cheese was going to get hard if it, I didn't yeah, put if you don't put cling film on it it gets wrecked <laughs> the only exception to that is parmesan oh right is that acceptable it, it's fine if it gets hard it's it still fine when you grate it because like you grate it so finely wet though if you don't cover it do you know the worst thing for me with food other than mould and everything else is condensation in yeah. any kind of food environment do you not find that with the old parm no because you've got it all because it's not wrapped up. in anything Ugh. Or I grate it all when I get it and freeze it. You and do then, not. And then it's just, you just sprinkle it as do you need you? it and it'll defrost. Like putting sliced bread in the freezer. Yeah. That's very domestic. There you go. Life hack, guys. <laughs> um, uh, so, and like, yeah, I don't know. What about the fridge? Oh, so, so temperature is a big one. Yeah. I did have a housemate who was like, always putting the heat on. Yeah. And uh, I think the rent was included. So I knew was I was rent. paying for yeah. the heat. Oh, right. But that wasn't the thing. I was just like, I don't like, I don't like the heat to be on when I'm asleep. I think that's really bad for you. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be like your friend. Your friend who, yeah. I'd be like, it's freezing, it's freezing, it's freezing. Ex-friend. <laughs> uh, but I find stuff like noise <laughs> or like if you're sharing with somebody and you're all trying to watch something even trying to get talking 
yeah or just the right volumes like either it's really loud or you can't hear it <laughs> i i'm as sensitive to stuff like that but and one of the boarding schools i was in we had there was a tv that we could watch sometimes and one of the guys used to he had like a casio or something or <coughs> Uh, and he could f- he could change the channels or he, the worst thing he did was put doing that subtitles on. Oh my god! And w- it would take us weeks to figure out how to get subtitles off. And you cannot watch them. Would you not properly. just beat him up? No, he was he was mad. And then <laughs> he, he Do you remember Airtel? That's when yeah. he put subtitles on, probably. But it was like you could get <laughs> yeah. news, you could get what was on TV. Yeah. Um, so basic. He had another pal that he shared a room with that. Uh, went through a phase so the boarding school was in not in the middle of a graveyard but it was surrounded by a graveyard and probably on old graves oh god um, Indian burial ground yeah so he used to set his alarm and get up at three o'clock in the morning and then our my room was on at one stage was on the bottom mm-hmm. on the ground floor and you'd just be woken up to a big <laughs> on the window and woo and he just he was screaming. <coughs> Nobody policed that. Um, he got in trouble, but nothing major. Mm. Uh, so, a friend of mine, Tid, uh, was living with his girlfriend. I don't know if I've told this story before. And he, I think they lived in somewhere quite remote. <laughs> and he thought it'd be a hilarious prank to give her a fright. So he took all the bulbs out of the lights in the house, and then Why waited. Did turn off the like fuse or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and waited for her on, they had a bed double bed with the wardrobe at the end of it he waited on top of the wardrobe and then jumped off the wardrobe and like tackled her onto the bed That's I think she just like punched him in the face and said. broke up with him yeah well what, what would you do <laughs> I don't know yeah I wouldn't be, wouldn't like that now yeah but I like I have, have you, what about sleep habits like I I used to I went through a sleepwalking phase okay um, and also falling out of the bed every night was a thing it was a distressing <laughs> time in my life and I remember my dad got me a thing that you'd get a child who's just new to the bed concept which said safety first do you remember it? no it was a plastic thing that used to go under the mattress and was like a rail oh, on my bed <laughs> in, at home in Hoth, and it said safety first on it and I used to get an awful slagging and he also got a stair gate I think so I couldn't, but I just oh, opened yeah. it because like stair gate would make it more dangerous would it? well I just opened it it's not like you can't you don't have your motor skills. Like. Yeah. Um, but I've never done anything embarrassing that I know of. Actually, somebody had just said to me <coughs> that uh, <coughs> they're going on a cruise. Oh. And I was asking what their room was going to be like or whatever. And she said uh, they had to have a internal room in the ship because she sleepwalks and she didn't want to have like oh, Jesus Christ. I was just thinking, fucking hell, yeah. <coughs> was that not a nightmare? I don't like the idea of rooms on cruise ships, I have to say. Like, no, I know, but imagine having all. to be like, well, I might just walk out and fall off the balcony. Jesus Christ. Surely there's some other precaution you can take for that. Oh, I don't know. Does she have a partner? Yeah, yeah. Like, surely she could tie a string to him and or her and... What if he needs to go for a whiz during the night? They'll have to get up and do a long like a string. three-legged race to the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> like a long string. Ah, no. Or get one of those like electrocution collars if she goes past a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose sleeping, like night terrors or sleepwalking or any of that, it's, I feel bad for people who have to consider well, Remember that a friend thing. of ours had a, her, his sister had a new boyfriend and they were only like 16 or 17 and the guy, Mrs. Dart home. 
and was put in the spare room and he woke up they all woke up to screaming and roaring <laughs> in the middle of the night and he, I think he was just sitting on the bed sitting up like shouting and roaring and the whole family thought the house was being yeah, burned yeah they all went in I think somebody had a knife with them yeah yeah. and they were just like okay let's let him go back to sleep and like next morning dump him. awkward breakfast yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was talk- just on a side note about dreams I was talking to somebody about dreams today and apparently 90% of the time dreams are other people in dreams represent this may not be interesting at all <laughs> represent aspects of yourself okay. so if somebody's coming up to you in a dream and going I think you're amazing or I think you're shit or whatever it's somebody else it's it's <laughs> <laughs> moving on it's you talking to yourself it's me being inarticulate okay anyway, do, what, do you ever have dreams in moon tour <laughs> where do you go on your sleepwalks <laughs> I would go out into the garden. I remember one time going downstairs to the fridge and there was loads of photos on the fridge in our house and I took all the photos off. And then I remember in my, meanwhile, in my dream, I was like, my feet are freezing. I was like, my feet are freezing. I was trying to rub my feet up and down in the bed. Okay. Uh, But then when I woke up, I wasn't in the bed. I was standing on the tiles. Yeah. And that's actually really freaky because you feel like you've been possessed or something and that you've had no control over your body and you just landed somewhere. Uh my my I shared a room when I was in sixth year with one girl and she was chatting away in her sleep and I um I didn't know whether to wake her or not but anyway so she sat up and she had all this stuff on the on her uh side table (coughs) So she was chatting, but I couldn't really hear. But one by one, she took every single thing off her side table and put it on the floor. So she'd taken the lamp down, books, um, maybe a frame and all this stuff. Uh, But I couldn't really understand what she was saying. But the next morning I had asked her and she, her dream was about winning prizes. So she was accepting all these these things. So every time she picked up one of the things she was saying thank you very much I'm <laughs> <laughs> putting it on the floor wow. and she was horrified but she put it all down in she the must have won a lot of prizes yeah <laughs> Did she, what were the prizes for you know I don't know I don't know but that's the only kind of watching somebody do something weird in there I've punched somebody in the face in my sleep once while having a violent dream but you, it wasn't that you you didn't Visual, like you didn't see them you just happened no, to whack them I was them. just thrashing around yeah it would be different if you had kind of opened your eyes and been like <laughs> no I wouldn't be able to do that <laughs> I don't have that in me I don't think um, <laughs> and yeah I somebody I know shared they had so many houses in college and shared with so many different people but I think one of the worst things that happened to them was that they um, woke up with a couple like went to bed on their own in their own bed and woke up and people were having sex in the bed how did that happen what do you mean I mean did they all share a bed like anyway a, no it's just a house party or oh. and they were just like oh, oh they just found a bed your man's asleep so let's do it that's and more common that's more just, common than you would think than I would have thought anyway he was just like <laughs> like didn't oh my he God. just pretended to until it was over um, that's the worst thing ever I think what would you, what I would think you? hearing other people 
doing that is I, it's only happened to me once or twice but like I remember when I was traveling in hostels and stuff yeah. like but I'm I, like it's and it's worse if you're on your own like at least if you're with somebody else <laughs> you can have a laugh you can have a laugh it's something very traumatizing about that here. <laughs> but it happens more often than you think the amount of stories I've heard of people in like hotel rooms you know that they'd be away working or away or whatever and sharing a hotel room and somebody would bring somebody back and it's just like oh, I'll just put my headphones in and like no that's not acceptable <laughs> yeah. at all yeah I me- remember the other story about the girl who got into the bed of her housemate and realised, or no, woke up in the bed of her housemate naked with one sock on. Yeah. And said, I have, I, I don't know how I got here, sorry. And, and her housemate was like, what about your friend that you brought home last night? And she said, I didn't bring anyone home. And then booming voice from next door was like, you did, yeah. <laughs> and there was a dude next door. Yeah. I mean... I don't know, I think, yeah, maybe I'm just being prudish, but I think that's too much. Um, it's too hard. <laughs> uh, maybe people don't do that these <clears throat> days, though. Maybe they'd be... Millennials. Yeah. Mm. They'd all have your own, probably, keys to your door. Yeah, probably. People do lock their doors. Now, I remember hearing a story as well about somebody... <laughs> so somebody... Well, there's somebody whose housemate read her diary... And oh. just like let it slip in com- conversation. And then tried to pretend that she just thought it was a book that looked like a diary. But it was just that was the style of the book. But people like, probably don't hang out with each other as much as they used to in, in-house. No, I mean, I think even families don't. They all have their own TVs and their own phone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They just go in with or their own like iPads. They just go into their own rooms and watch different things. Yeah. Because um, unless you like <coughs> read a book. When I was in boarding school, you'd have no reason to be sitting in your room on your own. Yeah. Uh, but so you had to be in these situations where there's six of you sitting on a couch trying to watch a program while somebody's putting Airtel on with their fucking watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, or the program choice as well was I lived <laughs> with my brother and he used to make me watch. He only ever watched two things. Mythbusters. What the hell? Which is about... Uh, I'll give you a good example of one. Oh, great. So, I the one that sticks out in my memory is the expression son of a gun. Yeah. Allegedly comes from in the Civil War in America, somebody being shot in the testicles and the bullet going through his testicles, collecting some semen on the way and then into the woman's oh, yeah. abdomen. Yeah. And she had a son. Right. Totally so they were So they were trying to recreate that situation and disprove or prove that it wasn't a myth. And which, what was it? I'm, 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 I'm trying to find you the episode. <laughs> like, uh, come on. And it'll be like an hour <laughs> long. We're like, we know this is a myth. Clearly this wouldn't have happened. And they'll be like, we have this solution to represent the testicles and this sort of bullet that they would have used. And like, no. And then the other one was, oh, there's Robot Wars and American Chopper, which is where they, I think they just, I actually have like blocked it out, but I think they just do up Chopper motorbikes. And I was like, let's just watch Home and Away or, you know, anything. I would be pretty okay with most things. Yeah. But like, Mythbusters, oh. Um, but but was there stuff that brought you together? Like, I, we used to watch uh, Gladiators, remember that? Oh, yeah. Or Contenders ready! Beverly Hills 90210 was on. Oh, yeah. Sunday. Sunday evening, yeah. On Sky 1 <coughs> or Sky and There was a great Sunday. It was Yeah, but I had the, to the bus then. Down, back down to the boarding school which took an hour and a half 
So I could just watch oh, you'd Beverly miss Hills and then go and then go. Yeah, couldn't. Would you not get, get down in time for the X Files at nine? Well, sure. Uh, no, because the nuns would be. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was thinking of the later. Okay. Um, but that, I I wonder if people do that. Like they don't have that kind of thing to focus on anymore. Community. Yeah, and it's not families. like you have to watch Beverly Hills at seven o'clock yeah. on a Sunday. Just watch you can watch it whenever um, you want. You can watch yeah. all of it over a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I do kind of miss that with TV shows, I have to say. And, well, this is, I think we've touched on it before, but like going to Extra Vision with your yeah. roommates, if whether it's your brothers or whatever it would be, uh, and just having that thing to bring you together. Yeah. Yeah, or as a family or whatever. Ha- having to, you know, whoever having to cringe through whatever, you know. Mythbusters. Yeah. Or the ads, like Tampax ads, Royce. Cringy. Were they? Yeah. For you or for the boys? For everyone, I think. <laughs> Just be like, oh, I know it's coming up. I'm gonna leave. Uh, <coughs> with the blue water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing to be embarrassed about, Jess. It's okay. I'm not embarrassed now. <laughs> I'm over it. Um. Yeah. So I don't think we've any. Oh, do were you telling me about somebody who brought a mugger home? Yeah. Actually, well, there's two things. There was, there's the couch surfer, which maybe that's an age oh, yeah. thing as well. But like somebody uh, was living with one other person and the person's sister came to stay. Now, I have been that sister where I've gone to stay with my brothers or whatever. And I stay, do stay on the couch and it's fun, or in a blow up bed or whatever. But it's never for more than like two or three nights. Yeah. Maximum a week. I don't yeah. think I've ever done it for a week. And you'd be very courteous and very conscious of the other person and the communal area and everything else. Anyway, this girl had been there for four months. Uh, the sister. And, and the housemate was like, your sister, it's not fair. Like, she's not paying rent. I can't watch TV. I can't have friends over. Yeah. You know, it's and, uh, like tiptoeing around when she comes in at night or whatever. Um, and she was like, well, she's my sister. I can't turf her out. She's like, well, bring her into your room yeah. then, at least. Um and they actually, she actually thinks that they're trying to like get her to move out in exasperation, um, and so the sister can move into her room. Oh dear, yeah, <coughs> I'd say there's a, a good bit of strategizing too. But yeah, it was the same. So there's a, a three or four people living in a house, and some of them were students, and some of them weren't, and whatever. I think one guy was was like in his thirties, uh, the now lad, and the others were all students. And one of them got mugged. I think there might have been a little bit of amateur drug dealing going on or whatever and anyway he owed somebody money and they were like held a knife to his throat and said you need to give us the money he's like I don't have any but come home to my flat because I know that my ro- my housemate the slightly older guy has cigarettes and money in his room <coughs> and they uh, yeah they went into your man's room and then the other housemate heard the commotion and called the guards and the guards were like good luck you guys need to sort it out yourselves oh really because they let him in yeah okay so that's pretty bad. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but that that kind of reminds me, an owl lad living with a load of young ones is, um, when we were in college, our, a friend of ours was, it was really hard to get accommodation around the college to, if you were a student. <coughs> so she got all dressed up in a, she borrowed somebody's kind of, um, <coughs> like, suit. I work in a, like, Not a suit. bank or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And went to meet the, landlord and told them that she yeah that she worked in AIB or something like that and all that and got the place uh, and then started first year college 
into art history class, sat down. She was late, you like hung over, stank of whatever the night before Mm -hmm. and looked over and she was sitting beside her landlord who was a mature student. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Uh, So she had to just come clean. She not just pretend to be somebody completely different. That's what I would do. Oh, is this not the... uh, Hello, nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, did I forget to tell you that I'm also a student? Oh no, that's cringy. Um, I think they stayed they they didn't get kicked out or anything that's awful when you (laughs) snared I remember one time going away to do a job and uh, staying in a hotel and it was with somebody my boss for the job was renowned for being very difficult and very tough on the person who did my job and everything else so I was terrified and I was relatively inexperienced at the time and went down um, and I could not the, the hotel that we were staying in I hadn't met the the lady uh, or man I hadn't met her and uh, sh- there was a blaring TV in the room next door and I was like banging on the wall and everything it was all night long noisy 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 TV MTV or something and I was nervous anyway about the next day and everything so I got no sleep I, went, I got up and I went for breakfast and I met the lady the boss and then we were getting the bus to the location or whatever and I was like she, she had previously said to me what room are you in no She'd said, oh, did you sleep well? Did you have a good night? And I was like, no, it was so noisy and loud and I couldn't get any sleep. And the person beside me just left their TV on full belt all night. And then she said, oh, what room are you in? And I said, 154. She was like, yeah, that was me. I'm 155. I was like, oh, thanks for that. She was laughing. She didn't. But I felt. No, and I felt embarrassed that I had told the story when actually I'd done nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, it's it's really hard, but <coughs> but you lived on your. I don't. I I've lived I on my own for a long lived time. On my own. What's? I think that's probably bad now. If I ever find myself living with somebody again, I'll be like, could you not do that? I don't like that done that way. Could you? And there's loads of stuff that has no reason at all still that I do. Like what? Like closing all the doors inside before I leave. I suppose that could be a fire thing. Yeah. Or. The switches on the plugs. Some of the plugs I have to switch off at night time. Some of them Some I don't them. bother. Yeah. Because you're saving energy or what? <clears throat> I think it is saving energy, yeah. And or fire hazard. So it would narc you <clears throat> if somebody didn't do all those things? Yeah. Like if I stayed with you for a week and you came home and all the internal doors were open. I'd like to think I'd be more tolerant than that for a week. Okay, okay. A month. Mm, you should know better by then then. Do you remember the time the clown came to stay with me? Oh yeah. So my my brother um has a colourful collection of friends all over the world and he was like I can't remember how it started, he was like, Oh, I have a spare room and he said, This girl, this friend of mine, let's just call her Marie, I can't even remember her name. Marie is oh, coming to Dublin Marie. for a week and she is doing a clowning course and she'd be great crack and you'll never see her and uh, can she stay with you and that was before I had gotten really good at saying nope doesn't suit the end <laughs> I was like okay but like I'll be working and really hard and I won't really be around and you know don't expect me to like do anything for her that's cool she just needs a bed whatever and it turned out the clowning thing was like really obscure kind of like I'm going to embody a chair for an hour wasn't like miming but we, in my head and everyone that I told about it it was like re- like I was slipping on like tiny cars coming down the stairs in the morning and 
Pete's giant shoes at the front door and going but anyway um, she came and she seemed nice enough whatever but it was really random oh yeah and the other thing was I was going I was going home the night she arrived and I rang my brother and he was like yeah I mean she should be lovely like and I was like what do you mean should be and he was like well I've never met her I was like oh for god's sake like did you really have to offer me up for this Um, and she was grand but it was just like I remember the Saturday night I decided I was going to stay in but working all week and like even even it's selfish and I'm so lucky to live on my own but even when you're working that hard to have to talk to somebody in the evening is like and um, I remember saying I'm just going to stay in and watch a movie with a movie to watch she was like cool awesome sat on my two seater couch with me and I was just like uh and then she didn't like the movie it was um it was love and mercy yeah it was love and mercy uh the one about the beach boys which is really good about brian wilson really and she was like no that would never happen i don't agree with that this character then i was like stop talking let's have a discussion at the end if you want Um, (laughs) we're pausing it being like yeah and she was literally like less than a foot away from me (laughs) and um then i was like i'm just gonna go to bed so and she was like, oh, I'm going to stay up. And like that thing of like, watching really loud stuff then. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's that thing of expecting from others what you would be like. Not that I'd be a model housemate, but like I would never go and stay with somebody and like stay up after them and have the TV on really loud. Yeah. It's the same with staying in bed all morning when you stay with people. I would never do that. Once you hear that they're up, like. Oh, you wouldn't stay in bed? Would you? Um, I don't know maybe unless don't it's ridiculously early but get, uh, don't do it enough that <laughs> I go and stay in somebody's house but uh, I think people are just not as they just wouldn't be spending so much time being as wound up as we are about mm. different things uh, but I am I am not great at having house guests or I, I do find it just exhausting but yeah. I don't know whether that's because we're all so used to <coughs> our own space and routine and habits whereas other people just just get on with it they don't they uh, like my godparents who live in Malawi they have house guests all the time and I just do not know how they do it but they almost ignore you completely yeah they just that is their routine and you fit in or don't yeah they might yeah. say hello to you or yeah um they're just really good at but it's good that as well because it makes you feel like you can go and stay without impinging too much it's like when you it's like when you uh, go for dinner with somebody and they let you pay or they let you split it or whatever you don't feel bad about asking them to go for dinner then because it's like you know it's not going to be a big row every time we have to competitive sport of who's going to be able to pay for this Uh, one just random question yeah if you have a house uh, house guest Mm mm-hmm do you change the sheets for them so that they will sleep in clean sheets? Yes. Good. Okay. Because I do as well, but my husband is like. But if it's I, family one, members, one person. It's only one person who slept in. It's like gross. People are gross. Yeah. Like saliva and sweat and no, you have to change yeah. the sheets. I can't even get to thinking about saliva and pillows and everything, even yeah, in hotels and stuff. I'm I like, think that's why I'm he. I get a bit more like if somebody's coming to stay they need to have a fresh bed and you need to make sure that the bathroom is Acceptable. in good shape yeah. for them. Yeah. But he's just like it's fine. So he gets less wound up about people coming <coughs> to stay than me. 
because I'm like, oh fuck. Do you get more wound up because he's not getting wound up with you? Mattress like it's gross. Why would you even? I would. I do think pillows should are something that should be washed. I don't wash my pillows. Pillow. Yeah, I know you can get pillow protectors. Yeah, I just think pillows should be a material that can go in the washing machine. Bring your own pillow once a week. My own pillow is not <laughs> exempt. <laughs> like everyone drools in their sleep and like, oh no, and it's such your face. Yeah, and you're breathing on it when you're sick, and you're breathing on it when you're healthy, and you're, you know, just. Have you ever gone to stay with somebody, and <clears throat> they've just made no allowances for you at all? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, let's say they didn't. I don't know. There's no milk, and there's no bread, and there's no whatever, and it's just that they don't give shit that you. But it's not, it's not really. that you've asked them to stay. I know that that's happened yeah. where people have. Hospital no hospitality to their own siblings. <coughs> but where yeah yeah so the bed my, my, um, is gross the bathroom's gross there's no food. You're like why am I why did I come and visit you again? What about the time that we went to stay in Letterfrack? Oh, have we told that story already. Yeah, I think we have. We ended up in a cottage with no windows, no heating, no running water, no toilet, and it was like come stay with me, and we just got in the car and drove home the next morning. <laughs> That's a long story short. But actually, uh, one of my aunts had uh, my cousin to stay. And she'd had people down all the time. I think she got into the habit of putting up her guests. She's in a tiny apartment. Putting up her guests in the hotel across the road. Uh, So you'd have the cup of tea with her or whatever. And then you'd toddle over to the hotel. It's like less than 100 metres away. Um, But anyway, there was a festival on or something. My cousin had gone down. So she was expecting to be sent over to the hotel. Or to sleep on the couch. And then they were they had dinner and a bottle of wine or whatever and they were having the chats and then she was like, So Phyllis is lovely. <laughs> she's fond of the drink now and she's a bit nervous, but she's lovely. So I'll get your stuff now and I'll bring you over to her and, and my cousin was like, What? And basically she was like, You're staying with my, my friend. Yeah. And she'd go and like hang out with her and get up with her. She'd never met her before. Yeah. Um, suppose you could look at it like an Airbnb thing <clears throat> but the friend then was like really nervous and she'd been broken into a load of times and she just wanted somebody in the house with her and if there was any noise to let her know and my cousin was like oh my god this is so much more than I bargained for yeah like, um, <laughs> that'd be a funny thing to do to somebody as a prank like people do that all the time <coughs> um, where you agree to something and then you don't realise that they've actually put you into a situation where you have to Follow through with a total stranger. <coughs> yeah, it happened to me in a job once. In like when th- you took me to Letterfrack and I had to sleep <laughs> in a bed with your sister. Uh, yeah, who was just recovering from a, a broken concussion. skull. Yeah. yeah, I was clinging onto the side of this bed. I didn't know that I was doing that either. To be fair, it wasn't like yeah, but I you trapped were trying you. Trying to be nice to me, and I was like, "Please, just let me sleep on the floor." <laughs> no, no, you sleep in the bed. I was like, I really don't want to. Let me sleep in the car. Yeah, I was actually. Oh, God. I think it would have been, been the, the best bet, yeah. Um, but it just would have been inappropriate for me to sleep in the living room with your male cousin. And my elderly aunt. Oh, was she in there as well? Yeah, because the fire was in there. There was a fire, so that's something. <laughs> it's more of a bonfire situation. Oh, yeah. mm, anyway, we would love to hear your housemate stories. Um, I'm sure there's a lot. See if you can top us or anything similar. Um, and we will yeah we'll if we do hopefully we'll this year with this season season two we'll get loads and we'll be able to do a podcast 
about listeners' stories and or answering listener questions. Yeah. We'll t- keep it totally anonymous unless you want us to, to tell your stories. I think that'll be amazing. Let's aim for that. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, tell us all the worst things you've done as a uh, housemate or a roommate. and Or bl- have you ever blamed anyone else for something you've done? Oh, all the time. Really? Mm. Floaters? Um, well, actually, that final story was <coughs> oh, in one of the boarding schools. Yeah, I had four roommates, five of us in one room. Four of them had black hair. And I don't have black hair. And the this shower was always gross. There was always just masses of gross hair in there. And they then started to appear pubic hair on the walls of the shower. And Too then much. we kind of had a group, uh, <clears throat> room meeting and one of the girls was like, I so think you're being really... They were like... You're being really... On the wall of the shower. I don't know what, but I was like, it's it's not me. And she's like, how do you know? Because <coughs> you all have black hair. She's like, and what? Like, I don't have black... Do I have to have this conversation? Um, nightmare. Gross. Yes, that is... Was it was the soap communal? No. Okay, good. Phew! <laughs> but you would be suspicious that somebody had used your towel or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, I'd keep everything out of the bathroom, would What, just put your wet towel on your bed? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That'd be another issue then. Yeah, I had the, win- I had the Velux window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My towel really likes to see the stars. Yeah. Um, okay, well, thanks a million. I will chat to you next week. Bye. Nearcast. Nearcast, your community podcast network. Listen to podcasts about society, people, poetry, board games, and many other topics. Subscribe to a program today. Learn more at nearcast.ie and find out how you can get involved.